what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by the 2019 Foot Candle Film Festival. This year's festival will be held September 27th through the 29th in Hickory, North Carolina. Learn more by visiting footcandlefilmfestival.com. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. I'm going to toss it over to McNally right now to kick off this episode. Very happy May Day here in the studio. Welcome back, everyone. We're so glad that you joined us today on this episode. So with that said, I was we were sitting here getting ready to count down, and I was, you know, Mary Margaret's got a different microphone than the rest of us. It's got the screen, and it just, it's the very, I just laughed, We're waiting for your sultry. Welcome back to Street Circle Drive on The Mesh, TheMesh.tv. Keep Coming it going. All right, well, it's been a minute, so we're glad to be back. We are glad to be back. And so today... We have a special guest. We're just going to jump right into it. Please do. Councilman David Williams, the city of Hickory. Yay! Hello, hello. Happy to be here. And we're glad to have you here. And with this being the the Hickory-centric podcast, I know Moose reached out to you and um, somehow suckered you into joining us today. But (laughs) yes, it's it's painless, I promise. (laughs) Yes, well, so far I had no idea that this was such a humorous show. Well, Well, you know, we we don't plan to be funny, but sometimes... These two, I'm surrounded by. I just can't. They, none of us can contain our picking on each other long enough. I guess <laughs> it's it's difficult. But with that said, um, again, glad you're here. We appreciate you taking the time, not only to be with us today, but for your time and effort uh, serving the city. Yes. Uh, a lot of times, being an elected official is a thankless job, but yes, there is, is a lot of time and effort put into it. Probably even maybe even a little bit more than you thought going into it. Yes, it has been. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speaking of getting suckered, exactly. That's why. If, if, and if this is painful, just blame Moose, not the rest yeah, of us. Fine. I guess I know that that Moose talked to you before you came on today. But if you don't mind, for those that I, I know, you and I just met today for the first time. Yes. Um, but it, you know, kind of give a little, provide a little background of yourself uh, to the listeners, and 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 kind of how you got to the seat where you are uh, at the city council with us today. Okay. Um, quite a long story, actually. All right, um, I'm here. We're good. As I was explaining to Moose, um, I was a bit of a troublemaker when I was younger. Um, I was originally born and raised in Bessemer City, North Carolina, which is in Gaston County. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times people, when they get themselves caught up with the wrong crowd and they get themselves caught up doing the wrong things, they, they stay there and they stay content with what they're doing. But I always sing better things for myself. I always wanted more for myself. And so that's why I decided uh, I wanted to, a new start, a fresh start. And I wanted to go somewhere where nobody knew me, where I could just clean my slate and, and start fresh and be the person that I knew I could be and the person that I wanted to be. And so I had came to the mall here in Hickory maybe twice. And I said, you know what? I don't know anybody in Hickory. That would be the perfect place for me to start over. And so I came here with nothing but the shirt on my back. Uh, didn't know anybody. I have absolutely no family here in Hickory. And just started here uh, 22 years ago. And I, I worked for a gentleman up the street on First Avenue, uh, Clemens Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Um, worked there for about four and a half years. And then after that, I started my own business, Plush Cuts. And 
getting actively involved in the community once I started my own business because I felt like it was important to reach others, help others, and, and just be a part of the community. And it just led to me being in the position that I am in now, uh, being on city council, wanting to continue to reach out and help the community, help the city. And I think that being on city council gave me a better opportunity and provided more, you know, more, 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 I guess, uh, more opportunity for me to just reach others and do more in the city. That's great. We, we appreciate that. And, and like I said, even though this is the first time that we've had the opportunity to meet, um, especially since you've your run for office and, and being on the city council, I've been, you know, heard more stories and had the opportunity to uh, admire and appreciate you from a distance. So we do appreciate all that you do and both entrepreneurially, community wise and on the city council. So that, that's a great story. It gives you the opportunity to kind of kick back where, you know, Hickory was you know, you didn't have the the folks that were there had those expectations of who you were or whatnot, but you're still close enough where it's yes. it's close enough to be familiar from, mm-hmm. from Gastonia or Gaston yes. County. Yes. Very good. So David, what was um what was your motivation to to, to run for office to begin with? You know, was there one thing in particular or everything in general or uh that's a funny story actually. Um about nine years ago. I started, well, as I mentioned before, let me back up. Uh, as I mentioned before, I always tried to help out and do things in the community, to help others reach others and, and try to inspire. Um, nine years ago, I started an event, uh, which is a free haircut event for back to school, where I give book bags, free haircuts, feed the entire community, and we just make it into a block party. Mm-hmm. And just about, I'd say maybe four years ago, I had partnered with it, it continued to grow and I partnered with the Hickory Police Department and several other businesses in the community and that event grew so much that we had almost about 600 people on the on the block over here on Center Street. Um it grew I mean just tremendously and I had someone to come up to me after the event and they said David you have taken your community work and your community service to the next level but it's time for you to reach further. I think that if you were to take this uh, opportunity to try to get on city council, you could go even further and affect more people from the other side. And so actually someone approached me with that. And um, so I I went home. I talked to my wife about it. And at the time, I I, I didn't know much about city council, what they'd done. I I had a little bit of an idea. And so I began to research it. And after researching it, I went to my wife and was like, no way, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) After realizing what I would have to go through. But um, my wife, you know, she she's she's a oh man, she she's she's my strength. She's my rock. She has my back on a lot of things. And and she pushes and motivates me to do a lot. And, and, And she's just a great Christian lady. And she just wanted me to. Take advantage of that opportunity of, of being able to run for city council because she's seen that I could affect more people being on council versus just doing things in the neighborhood because I could collaborate more. I could have more influence and be involved in, and mingle with more people that are the movers and shakers and that can make things happen and that control budgets and programs. And so after thinking about it and, you know, talking to my wife and praying about it, I decided that I would run for city council. Yeah. That's that's how I got to that point. Um, so, you know, with with all that's happening in in, in in the city of Hickory, with the 
the city walk and all the the bond projects and you know where do you where do you see Hickory in the next you know four or five years? You know, you, you've been in office since seven, uh, seventeen, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so in the next, let's say two years, what, what, what do you see? What, what do you see for us? Oh my gosh, uh, I see Hickory going in a great direction of growth. Uh, right now, we have the with the bond projects. You know, we have the City Walk, River Walk. And we have the Trivium Corporate Center. Um, There are so many more jobs that are going to be coming to Hickory. Um, I think that we're going to get an influx of people that that want to live. First of all, Hickory is a great city. Hickory is a great family city. Hickory is centrally located. We're close to the mountains. We're close to Charlotte. We're close to Greensboro, Raleigh. Um, We are in the perfect location, first and foremost, uh, for families, we have a great school system. We have a great school superintendent. And I see Hickory in two years with what we have coming, with the new jobs. And, and not just uh, these jobs that are coming, they're paying higher than the average salary. And so people will be able to make a more livable wage because that was one of the things that I had a problem with. Because if you look at it, we have about 300 and some odd unfilled jobs already. Mm-hmm. But a lot of places are paying poverty-level wages. Right. And so that's why you see a lot of people, they'll work somewhere for a little while and they won't stay because, I mean, why am I doing this for $9, 8 an hour, whatever it may be? Mm-hmm. And so with these new uh, companies that are coming in, you know, you have Corning building their new building, ITM coming in, uh, the German company, um, pharmaceuticals. They're going to be paying more of a livable wage. And so I can see, and we're talking about... <clears throat> And with the design foundry, we're, I'm, we're talking about three, four hundred plus jobs. Right. And so when you get that many jobs that are paying that type of wage and we're constantly building, we have we have a lot of plans for apartment buildings, homes coming on, um, especially in the Startown area, right across the street from the Trivium Corporate Center. There's going to be about 600 plus units with nice apartments, um, nice homes. And they're going to be mixed, mixed use. And so we, we have some affordable housing coming here to Hickory because that's been one of the issues that we've had in the past. And um, just right behind my business, there's going to be some affordable housing put back there. And two years from now with the city walk and with the river walk and even in my area in uh, Ridgeview where I live, there's going to be the book walk. So, so named right now. Right. Um, there and, and then with those projects and the thing that people don't talk a lot about is the North Carolina DOT. Over the next several years, they have about 300 plus million dollars worth of investments coming to this area. And so when you add all of those things together with the way we're moving forward in Hickory with the projects that we're doing, two years from now, I can see this city transformed into something that uh, uh, transformed into a place that a lot of people would want to come and stay and we will be very excited to see what's going to be happening that's right not everybody move here at once <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> come and visit a little yeah, bit yeah, and see then if you like it first. yeah well, i guess i'm a great salesman <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of anybody that might be listening that has uh, any interest in coming here, you know, we promote that we 
we love Hickory and we think you should too. That's what this podcast is all about. Yes. But obviously we, we love if, you know, we're ever a resource to anyone thinking of coming to the area. Explain for us um, just briefly how our city council system works. So, you know, obviously some cities operate from a mayor council, some from mm-hmm. city manager council, things. Mm-hmm. And, and then tell us about the ward that you represent. Okay. Um, currently here in Hickory, we have a manager's form of mm-hmm. government. In which the city manager uh, pretty much runs the day-to-day operations of the city. Mm-hmm. And the mayor is, he is almost like the seventh council member. Um, because we have six council members. Uh, we have Ward 1, Brad Lale, Ward 2, Charlotte, um, Charlotte Williams, Ward 3, Danny Seaver, myself in Ward 4, David Zagaroli, Ward 5, Jill Patton, Ward 6. And then we have the mayor. Um, and with the way our system works... Um, a lot of things we do here in the city, of course, it requires a vote by council, has to be approved by council. And so we get along very well and we all want to see Hickory progress. And so a lot of times, you know, I'm sure you all have seen video of council members fighting, doing these <laughs> arguments and stuff, especially overseas. Man, those guys really have yeah, like WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> it's like funny. But uh, but us as a You guys city are pretty council, tame. The yes, city council yes. meetings I've been well, to, right? They're all older. So, you know, they can't yeah, yeah, yeah. guess and Brad Lell in the Royal Room. Well, that'd be fun to see. Now, that would be good. I'll take that one. Jelly wrestling. Yes. But what I said was I would take Danny Seaver and we'll play everybody two on two basketball. Oh, nice. Because nice. I know Danny Seaver will come out with the headband and shorts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but uh, we work well together as council. But um, the way, you know, like I said, we, we're in a manager's form of government. And, and our city manager, Warren Wood, does a great job. And he's a, a, a visionary. You know, Warren, he is a, a, a very smart man. I say all the time, if he moves, I don't know if I would want to run for council again. Mm. Because Warren, he works well with Scott Millar of the Catawba County EDC. They come up with so many great ideas and so many great things that Hickory needs. And he addresses any problems that we have in a timely manner. He and Kevin Greer, who is over the public services, those guys do such a great job. And, you know, they, they handle this city well. And like I said, Warren, he comes up with so many ideas and he is leading our city in a great direction. And Mayor Hank Guest is a great mayor. Uh, he has stepped up uh, because he's new to this office as well. Uh, Hank does a great job as mayor being a leader for our council. And being a leader for our city, because Hank, as a retired guy, he works more than anybody <laughs> I know because he's all over the city making sure that things are taken care of. He's an extension of Warren and an extension of our of our council. Because, he's a retired police officer. And he's right? a retired yeah. police officer. So he's got so, a little vested interest, I feel yes. like, in mm-hmm. coming into it from the whole whole city. Yes, yes. He knows our city well. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and, and he, he knows a lot of the constituents here because of his time on the beat as a cop. And so Hank is always out in the city. He's out seeing people, glad-handing people, hearing their cares and concerns, and just studying what it is that people want, along with the other council members as well, because each each ward has their own uh, meeting, monthly meeting or whatnot, Mm -hmm. where we meet with our constituents in our ward, and they, uh, you know, tell us what their concerns or cares is and what it is they would like for us to address. And so um, I think we do well 
uh, as far as communicating with our citizens and then communicating back with management because Warren Wood, Rick Beasley, who was our assistant city manager, um, Rodney Miller, another assistant city manager, CFO actually, man is great with numbers, <laughs> and uh, Yade Fox, she's uh-huh. uh, assistant city manager. And so um, we have like a dream team. That's what I call them. Yeah. And, you know, and we, we, we get it from the constituents and then we take it to our management and, and things just run so smoothly in that, you know, in that direction. And so it's, it's more you can't ask for a better situation to be in as a, especially me, myself being new to council and learning on the fly because I am still learning. And, and sometimes, you know, I, I get a little flustered sometimes from mm-hmm. some of the things that happen, but with the staff that we have, they, they make it easy for me. And, um, being from my ward, um, now this is the good part. <laughs> Since this is like a, a a radio show to where you all like a little spice, right? Absolutely. All right. How about I give you a little spice? Bring it. Sure. Bring all right, it. Great. Great. Well, as you all know, there's been quite some time since there has been any minority representation or African American since and whole in quite some time. And so, when I was elected, a lot of people in Ridgeview and Ward Four, which is of course predominantly African American, they were excited. Mm-hmm. But along with excitement comes expectation. Mm-hmm. And I was expected to turn water into wine immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. And, and, and a, lot of, a lot of people don't understand city government doesn't work like that. First and foremost, city government moves slowly. I mean, you have to vote on things. Just like I'll use the City Walk and River Walk, for instance, or any of these projects. We vote on these things and talk about these things that it may take a year or two for it to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, I, when I'm coming into city council as an African-American, coming from an African-American community, living in that community, working and ha- owning a business. I, on my business was in that community 17 years. People, you know, they were excited and, and they expected me to just instantly start making things happen for for an impoverished community mm-hmm. because the reason why people were so excited is because they felt like the city of Hickory had forgotten them, that the city of Hickory did not care about them, and they had no trust in the city. You know, when you have no representation or, as they say, a seat at the table, mm-hmm. they felt like everything that the city did was not in their best interest. And so when I was elected, and, you know, and, and I, as I tell them all the time, when you see me sitting there on council or, or with my seat on the council, that's your seat as well. Because I am your voice. I understand what you've been through. I have been in that situation. Still am. I live in your community. I don't have the things that the way they look at people on the other side of the tracks. Because there's always been a myth that the railroad tracks separate Hickory. And so... You know, I've worked, lived, and owned a business on this side of the tracks. And so I was more in tune and had a better ear to the street versus the other council members. Because a lot of times people in my ward, if they felt like there was an issue they wanted to talk about or to face, they were intimidated to come to a city council meeting or to talk to the you know council members because they don't know them. They don't relate to them. They don't see them as being someone that would look at them and understand them. And so when I came on board, it put them more at ease. Mm-hmm. They felt like they had someone that they could talk to, someone that could be a champion for them and speak their words and speak their cares and concerns. 
And again, like I said, with that came a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. And still a lot of pressure. Still feel it, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Ward 4 has been has become more engaged since you've been elected? Do you think more people are starting to, to yes. come out of the woodwork, if you will, and just realize that, yeah, that like, I do have a voice now, and yes. I, I can speak up? Yes, yes. Actually, Ward 4 has become more engaged because that was one of the things that, as I was campaigning, that I spoke about and I asked for, more engagement. Right. People are starting to see things happen in that ward. You know, when we get included in the book walk, Mm-hmm. We have projects coming for the undefeated uh, Richview team, the Untouchables. Mm-hmm. We have things going on at the Richview Recreation Center. We're seeing more programs. We're seeing monies. Because, see, that was the problem that people felt like they weren't getting their fair share of attention and monies and funding in right. that area. And it had nothing to do with me being elected. It's just that things happen in time. You know, we operate on a budget as a city, and we can only spend money on so many different things at once. But um, having somewhere here that speaks up for some monies and, and to ask for different programs and things and the new leadership that we have, you know, because Warren Wood just recently came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a new mayor. And the, these guys, they care about Ridgeview and Ward 4, and they're working with me. And we're making things happen for that community now. And people are starting to see the difference. And they're starting to believe again. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we got the book wall. And, and it was a phrase said that was just beautiful, I thought. Um, with the book walk, we're opening up Ridgeview to the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that we want to do is eliminate that myth that you can't come across these tracks. That railroad tracks separate mm-hmm. this city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the book walk and some of the things that we're doing as a city and with our new leadership, I think we're working on ending that myth. Yeah. That's for awesome. Some, yeah, for sure. For some of our listeners who might not know what the book walk is, maybe you could, you could share sure. that. Yeah. yeah, sure. I would love to. Um, the book walk is an extension or a spine of the city walk. And the book walk is going to include uh, a pathway, a 10-foot wide pathway, that's going to stretch from Ridgeview Library all the way up to, um, oh my gosh, I just had a brain freeze. Um, the, the Walmart shopping center? No, 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 no. The library. Uh, Patrick Beaver. Beaver. Patrick, Patrick Beaver. Thank you. It, yeah. Thank you. As you can see, city council has started libraries. to fry my brain. <laughs> well, you got yeah. nothing else going on. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Ridgeview Library to uh, Patrick Beaver Library. And, right, exactly. Yes, yes. And Essentially then, crossing over City Walk, right? Yes, okay, exactly. got it. Exactly. And then we were able to um, get additional funding to extend the book walk, which is, again, like I said, is a 10-foot iconic pathway, which is mm-hmm. going to include different things. Um, if you, I, I'll give you an example. Think about the Hollywood Walk of Fame, when you see these stars yeah. with all the different... Now. I mean, of course, it won't exactly be like that, but there will be iconic things possibly in the sidewalk and and along the sidewalk talking about the history of Ridgeview Mm -hmm. and the rich history of things that have happened there. And we were able to secure additional funding to stretch it from uh, Ridgeview Library all the way down 7th uh, Street to 4th. I'm sorry, Seventh Avenue to Fourth Street, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go down from Fourth Street to the neighborhood Walmart right That's there on Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, we we got right additional there. funding for that, and so this is going to be something 
that, you know, it's going to be great for that community. And also, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kathy Greathouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I've been working with Kathy Greathouse on a board, and, and she has, Kathy has worked tirelessly, and I, I commend her for her effort. Uh, for There's another grant that she has applied for. It's called a Z. Smith Reynolds Grant. And she's going to provide an archway, hmm. um, which is going to commemorate the uh, undefeated, untouchables. Because this football team went undefeated and unscored on for an entire year. This like, is one of my favorite like, Hickory stories. For sure. It's like it 1964 really or something like that. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is one mm-hmm. of my favorite tales that I feel like not everybody, even in Hickory, understands yes. how kind of big of a deal this was. Yes. So this yes. was the Ridgeview High School football team. Yes. And um, like we said, what, 64? I, I believe mm-hmm. so. Yes. Yes, it was. And then, um, yeah, they were called the Untouchables because, mm-hmm. like you said, they were not only undefeated, yes. they were never even scored on. That's right. right? Which is just, I mean, that... That blow, for a whole season, that blows my mind. Yes, yes, it's one of my favorite stories. I love whenever they do articles or you know the books or anything that's noting this story. I always, oh read. yeah, yeah, and it adds to the rich history of what's going on in Ridgeview and you know in the past. And so with this grant, we we've applied for and we're one of the finalists. And I think that that story is so good. Uh, there's going to be ten grants awarded, and I I, I, I told Kathy actually yesterday. <laughs> I'm almost 100% certain that we will be one of the, you know, one of the finalists awarded mm-hmm. this grant because that is such a great story. It is. And so um, this project, which is going to include an archway over the field where they played and a mural of the players, is going to be along the the book walk. Oh, and, cool. and, I, and I keep saying proposed book walk because the community... We're, we're talking about changing that name. This is just the name that we have now because I think that it should be something more pertaining to Ridgeview. Sure. It's rich history. Sure. But, but for right now, we're in the early stages. Yeah. And so we're calling it the book walk now, but I'm hoping Really, because it's bookended by the library. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It gives so it's that literary component, but it's still... Yes. Yes, but, but I would change. like for the for the community to own that own wall. Absolutely. And for them to own it, we should give it a name. Yeah. So if any listeners out there have any ideas for us, we'll just send them into info at the mesh.tv and we'll pass them along to David. Absolutely. That would be great. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's creative. PG. PG. Yes, definitely. No, we're going G on this one. We're going G. Please, yeah. Please. No, that's a really cool project. I think so. So, uh, you know, is the main focus for council right now the the bond program, uh, bond projects? I mean, what, what, like, what's your, like, the main focus right now going on? Actually, it is. Yeah. Um, We were, um, you know, we have the, the, these bond monies that, that we are on a timeline we have to spend. And so, you know, we have people talking about, okay, we voted on this. Where's our, where's our sidewalks? Where's our, where's our projects? You know, you're about to raise our taxes. Where is it? Right. And so we worked tirelessly trying to, you know, get some ground broken. But, of course, we had to go through our due diligence. We had to put things out to bid. And, you know, now that we put that out to bid, and now we, we've begun just the beginning stages now. We, we haven't started with the entire project as far as Riverwalk and all these other things, but we've broken ground on CityWalk. And as you all can see, we have construction going on downtown on the square. And so we're, we're in the early stages, but yes, that was something that we were very 
you know, very interested in getting started as soon as possible. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm sure you realized how impatient people are in this process. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and this is probably something you've dealt with, too, whether it's dealing with your constituents or anybody, just in, in working in and around with government is the vote was the approval to then go seek the bonds. Yes. The bonds weren't lined up before. You can't, you can't put the cart before the horse. That's right. Because there's money involved going and getting the rating. That's then right. you need to go and line up the study. And, oh, it's a public project, so you need That's the right. public's input. I mean, it's seeing how the sausage is made. It, you know, it makes me think, like, what has been, even in your role in those two years, mm-hmm. which I am sure is probably now the time that you feel like, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. Like, the, you probably <laughs> need to see everything for at least a year. Yes, And then probably the two years. Definitely. What's been the biggest surprise or two of of being in that role on city council? The biggest surprise that you might not you might not have expected or fully expected sitting in that seat, uh, having to know everything. <laughs> that, yes, that and I'll tell you, money. I, uh, I did not realize how much money things you know projects and and the way that you you balance. The budget as a city, our budget, you know, we operate on a hundred plus million dollar budget a year. You know, seeing some of the things that are in our budget and the way that we handle it, it just, you know, it, it amazed me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and also the way that we have to interact with different companies. Because, like for instance, I, I'll use um, Corning and ITM. The way that we try to recruit companies and and retain companies that are already here. I did not realize how much effort went into making those things happen. You know, it's it's a lot that goes along with that, and you know, and and, and here you're talking about and what and also I, I'm glad you mentioned that as far as bond rating. You know, we had to go up to New York to try to get a better bond rating so we don't charge our constituents so much mm. because if we had like a a B bond rating, you know, we were talking, yes, because we were talking about six to seven cents as far as, you know, on the bond projects taxes. But had we had a, you know, bad rating or if we didn't go to um, New York to get a better bond rating, who know, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, you know, that could have made a big difference because a lot of people would say, well, look, we didn't sign up for this. You told us one thing when we voted on this and now it's something mm-hmm. different. And see, and the thing is, the average constituent doesn't understand how that system works and how we have to. And operate it's not the easiest it. to explain. You can't no. explain that in a it's, soundbite. No. And then with you, you can't explain it to each individual over not and over. Your day would never end. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. And you know, and, and luckily, you know, um, we were able to go up to New York and, and get a good bond rating. And so we're going to be able to stay around the six to seven cent range. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just discussing on how we're going to go about applying it, whether it be one time or incrementally. Um, but either way, we're going to be able to stay true to what we said at first when the bond when the bond was voted on. And so that's the one good thing that I, I can say that we're all proud of because people, some people don't have a good trust in government. You know, they, the government will tell you one thing. No, that's a, uh, that's, what's that's that? a nasty rumor. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was going to say for my slogan, no new taxes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's just one Except thing. for the bond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just that some things are necessary. Right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and when you're trying to improve the city. and, and I, But I think that overall, once all these projects are completed, 
And even though, you know, this is going to be attached to property taxes, of course, mm-hmm. once these projects are completed, because I think that my favorite is the river walk. Yeah. I think that is going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to walk out on the water and then it's going to come inland and then you're going to be like on a slope being able to overlook the water. I think that's going to be like really cool. And then with the um, really appealing too to yes. people that yes. you know we talked about it here because water, we have water yeah the yeah, lake yes. river is always one mm-hmm. of your best assets as yeah. a, yes. a community and ours mm-hmm. is historically underutilized underutilized yes, and is. cut off for a lot of folks right mm-hmm. yes. in, in the planning and development of how it's been mm-hmm. laid out so I think yes. something like that and seeing and that's just what has been planned I know you know with the project being. We expect XYZ in private investment over five to ten years. There is no way to understand and know that multiplier truly until it starts. I mean, mm-hmm. all it can take is a couple of big things. Yes. And really, then that water can even be open for more opportunity. Yes. And actually, I'm glad you just mentioned that because there are already uh, talks for more opportunities. Once we have this river walk construction underway and, and in place, there are opportunities for businesses and other things coming along that pathway that will enhance that walkway and and bring more activities to our lake, which is underutilized. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about that. And that's why I think that that's my favorite project of them all. I mean, even though I like the opportunity of my community and my neighborhood getting the the book walk, so-called, but I am a fan of water, mm-hmm. and, and I love the beauty of overlooking water and, and sunsets and sunrises, and so I'm excited mostly for the river walk. That's really cool. Lots going on. Whole bunch. Lots happening. Um, and luckily, you know, we've had someone who has come on and, and not only want to make a difference, but supporting the active projects that are already going on. That's and, right. And a fresh voice. Absolutely. Some, some new perspective, new ideas, like we talked about, you know, with you being an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. You know, those sort of things, you know, lends great perspective onto that governing body. Um, because a lot of, you know, there's just the different walks, whether you've worked for somebody else or whether you're retired or whatnot, having all of those different avenues, like the taxes are going to affect you differently, not yes. only as a resident, but as a, you know, all those oh, things yes. and just having those perspectives on, on the, the city council is, is good for everybody in the city. That's true, because not only from a minority perspective, a small business owner perspective, mm-hmm. because I've spoken to many small business owners and they don't feel as if they've been represented well either. You know, we have a lot of things uh, in place, and <laughs> my colleagues will probably get mad at me for saying this, but I'm a big proponent. I would like to see feather flags. And, you know, and that's something that we had an issue with before. And I told them I'm not going to let this go, and so I don't mind if they get mad at me for me saying this <laughs> because I feel like some small businesses need those feather flags. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, it's voted against or whatever, but that's just one thing I'm going to be adamant about until I'm able to stick a feather flag into a yard somewhere. Mm-hmm. But um, small businesses, they, I, I feel like they need more attention and they need more ordinances to help them progress their business, to grow their business. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for bringing in major companies, mm-hmm. bringing in two, 300 jobs, because that's what our city needs. Yeah. But we also have to think about the little guy. 
We have to think about ordinances and programs to help the little guy. Incubator programs to start new businesses, to give everybody opportunities for the American dream. And so... um, I think I might better stop where right there where I'm at. <laughs> no, and I'll but, say this um, just from from past positions I had: like the larger industries and companies will typically bring the folks here and bring the spotlight here. And thankfully, as we talk about tax dollars, they pay the burden of the the, yes, of the tax. Yes, yes, I mean I know we all have to pay our our share on our property, mm-hmm. and it hurts. Yes. Yes. But thankfully, the businesses pay the yes, lion's share. we get share. a tremendous tax base. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we need them there for those. But it's the small businesses that bring the spice and the character and the yes. uh, charm yes. to a town, especially mm-hmm. a town our size. Exactly, because when you get those executives coming into those big companies, they're coming to my barbershop. They're coming to the little restaurants. Right. They're going to the gift shops, the T-shirt shops Yes, that make them want to stay here in this city. And they want make music them enjoy downtown. They want to walk on the water. They, exactly. you know, walk on the water is probably not the best uh, way to put that, especially right after Easter. Yeah. But walk out and enjoy the water, we'll yes. say. But yes. things like that. Yes, exactly. And so I, I feel like small businesses are just as vital to a city as these major corporations. And, and I think that they should be treated as such, you know, yeah, they define the city to me. The others yes. might might right. build it, but the smaller yes. defines it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Alan from the Foot Candle Films podcast. Interested in promoting your business or event to an online audience? Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. Well, I mean, I I have a serious question. If everybody's ready for it to move on, but it's your so world. my serious question for you is. Yeah. What is your favorite dive or diner to eat at in Hickory? Oh, it's okay because we've eaten at a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, we do a review. And so we, we're going to talk about our review in just a second. But do you, have a, do you have a great counter spot? You know, somewhere that's just a, I know I'm going to go in there and get a good sandwich or a good hot dog or a good whatever. Give us a little inside tip. What you got? Well, I think the best hamburger in Hickory. Oh, all right, all right. I am a big word all years. Big ears. Two places. Okay. Well, now well, I'm sorry. Hamburger and a Reuben. I love. Oh, okay, Reuben okay. Okay. The best hamburger in Hickory is at Hannah's Barbecue. Really? Okay. It is a, okay. It is a secret because when you think of Hannah's Barbecue, you do not think PBJ. Great. Please tell me it's the PBJ. Pimento, yes. bacon, and jalapeno. McNally and David just became best friends, right? Yes. Look at this. I can't wait his... to share to yes. break, right, break a burger with you at Anna's. Yes, yes. I love so Hannah's love barbecue. A, love burgers. a burger yes. at the barbecue spot. Yes. Okay. And now the Reuben. Now the Reuben at Ham's on Ham's. 321. People ah, forget I about that. forget about no. Ham's. Yeah, they do. But they have an excellent. Uh, Reuben right. sandwich. I need to remember that. All right. I am yes. still. I mean, how we kept our hams after the majority of them went under. I yeah. think they went under. Like a, yeah, and I, 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 I call know. myself yeah. a foodie, you know. Yeah. And, and and now and also for those that like to eat a little bit on the lighter side. Okay. The club sandwich at Backstreets. Oh. oh yeah. You yes. two people can eat off of that <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It is humongous, but it is very very good. Very good. Okay. We might have a new. Uh, 
food I know a new reviewer coming in here. Episodes. Sometimes we aren't as eloquent as That's he right. just was That's about right. it. But we will uh, move on to what we ate today. And hopefully, David, as I mentioned to you earlier, you said you've been to this place, so you can chime in, too, as you want on it. But uh, we attended uh, lunch at Shell's today. Shell's Barbecue over on Springs Road. Hickory um, Staple. Hickory Staple since 1952. We double-checked on that date before we left. 52, it's got a uh, shiny diner now uh, facade, even though it's Which is all I've ever to- known. So. Right. You gave me a little bit of a history lesson on Shells today. Yes. So Shells was actually, originally it was very much a a wooden box. You know, I mean, it was just a a very small. um, McNally saw some pictures of the original today, and me can attest it was a lot smaller than it is now. But now as you're driving down Springs Road, you'll see it's a big, shiny, silver, old diner look. And uh, that was actually DJ's diner, which was um, Dale Jarrett. He had a diner over in Newton and Conover area. And, I mean, I remember hearing the stories when they picked that diner up and moved it down the interstate and brought it over to Wait, Springs Road. what? What was that about? I don't know. Tell me that story because I don't know that story. She just did. I did. They picked up the diner and moved it down the interstate. <laughs> Where was it? Wow. Over in Newton and Conover area. Oh, and they moved it over there? They picked up the diner and moved uh, it down the interstate to Springs Road. I'm going to have to do some research on this. <laughs> Fact checking, I like it. Yeah. Start typing. You got a computer in front of you. Mary Margaret, I believe you. Y'all are not my friends today. I don't understand what's happening. It is. Um, it is. It is the one of the beauties of this restaurant that I believe. Um, one, I mean, it's pretty standard. If you want a burger, you want some barbecue, you want a sandwich, you can run in and get it. Lunch, whatever. There is a counter in there to sit down, but it does have breakfast all day, all day. on the menu. And that is, that's, that's a, half, a rarity. That's a you half know? point bump for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Because I can, um, I can attest to the liver mush sandwich there is excellent. You know, um, that's, that's important to me. So I will start it off. I had the blue burger today, which was a rather large burger with onion rings, lettuce, tomato, and blue cheese on it. Sounded real weird. Tasted real good. Not not going to fib about it. Y'all know I'm not a huge sandwich person, so I took the bun off um, halfway through. What kind of sauce was on that thing? Blue cheese. Well, uh, it was like blue cheese dressing, too. Is that what it was? I saw the crumbles. I didn't know if it had, like, just other saucy and stuff on it. I don't think so. Hmm. It was It was actual crumbles, though. Like, real, right. like... You know the soft blue cheese, yeah. So it was uh-huh. it was uh, really good, and it came with a side of fries. And I always order a side of slaw whenever I'm at Shells because I do enjoy their slaw. And um, of course, the cherry vanilla sundrop um, that I had. I am a fan of it in the drink version as opposed to the slushy version. So Moose, what do you have? I had the shrimp platter today. Um, go to a barbecue place. What else you can get? Shrimp. Of course. <laughs> um, shrimp, uh, fried shrimp, uh, fish camp style, crinkle fries, hush puppies, side of slaw. Uh, I'll be honest. The slaw made the meal. It, it was, it, it's some Absolutely. of the best slaw that I've had. It definitely homemade, definitely was made today. It's white slaw too. Yeah. White, mm-hmm. sl- white slaw. Um, big fan of the crinkle cut fries. The hush puppies are good. 
Uh, they could have just left the shrimp. They could have just left it at, at back there. It's fine. Um, but the cherry vanilla sun drop, come on, that's that's out of bounds. It's so good. It's like really, really good. It's a it's a um, it's one of those things when you hear about people that have like lived in Hickory and moved away or gone to college or anything that they all still talk about this cherry vanilla. Yeah, Sundra. and the drip. You know, that's, I mean, what they, that's what they talk about. They come back and get it. And, you know, I haven't, I, I usually do get the slushy. And after having the drink today, the slushy can just miss me with it. It's just. Agreed. The drinks, the drinks where it's at. I appreciate have, you showing me the um, way on that. Crumble ice. Yeah. It's crumble oh, ice. Pe- so yeah, the, pe- yeah, pellet ice. Yeah. Hospital ice. So that's, the that makes deal. the, that yeah, makes, makes the it. drink, right? I'm a perpetual ice chewer. Sorry about that. <laughs> well aware, seeing yeah. how I share a wall with you right. in office and uh, so pellet, the pellet ice is what's up. Yeah. McNally, tell us about your meal. So the shrimp didn't get a high rating? I know. I just, I, it, well, it just wasn't good. The shrimp I love the a barbecue. shrimp. I, 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 I love the shrimp. I get yeah. the shrimp. That's usually what I get. And I was going to get it until when he, he said. Mm-hmm. I was oh, yeah, going to get it until Because I always get chicken. No matter where I go for this show, I feel like I always get some sort of chicken. Because that's all you eat. I know. But... I want. I want to switch it up, and it kicked me right in the tailbone for it. Well, you should have swapped with me. Well, no, you couldn't because you don't eat meat. But I would have eaten that shrimp because I love the shrimp there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remind me of a guy we were picking on at my barber shop. The other day. <laughs> you know, he goes into a Mexican restaurant and orders chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get it. There with no. they, we went in there. He was talking fish. She was talking shrimp. I was like, "We're at Shell's Barbecue. What are y'all doing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I was the the weirdo, but mm. you. Changed your order. So. I did because I you had went off, to. Went yeah. off your he usual. told me he was doing the fish tray. Yeah. And uh, it was a game time decision. I got I got I, know. I got so nervous. Was mine. McNally. Well, I'll start off. I had the um, barbecue nachos to start, and I love how Mary Margaret yes, didn't mention that I, at her opener because she had half of them. I did. I ate, I shared it with you, but I forgot that I had that. I'm sorry. Okay, I just wanted. I, I, I thought yes. you just wanted to, to no, make no, no, sure no, the no. listeners knew that I ordered that. And well, I mean, you you did technically order well, technically, it. But I would have <laughs> ordered it regardless if you helped me. But still, you helped. But yes, I agree. For those to new help listeners. You. McNally eats a lot of lunch when we go out. I I offered to split it with you, and it was yeah, yeah it was. I mean, it was very it. simple. It's just the nachos, their chopped barbecue. Yeah. Which I get probably shredded barbecue. Yeah, and eh, cheese whiz. Let's be honest, nacho cheese, nacho cheese. Yeah, yeah it was out of a can, but that stuff's great. I mean, it, it was honestly this was better than I thought it was going to be. The chips were the worst part of the. But we did manage to eat barbecue at Yeah, Shows well, and I, that's what part. I wanted Absolutely, to walk yeah. out of there thinking, because I am a little picky. We've talked about this, mm-hmm. Eastern North Carolina. You know, I've just, but it was good. Then I ordered, I went and got a burger too, and the menu is pretty big. It's extensive. It is, yes. Mm-hmm. But I got. It's not weird though. No, no, no. Like not, we've it, talked it, about it crazy sense, menus right. before. We've mm-hmm. talked about menus but, crazy. Almost like what David's saying, if you're sitting there and if there would have been a whole. Mexican food section and then a Chinese food. Like, That's you can't right. do that. Like, if, you're go on, if you try to be everything to everyone, but it was still sandwiches, sandwiches, hamburgers, burgers, and barbecue plates, barbecue, and all the and other, and then like the platters, and right? then breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I had, oh man, Big B burger mm-hmm. or something like that. But it was the burger patty, lettuce, tomato, jalapenos, pimento cheese. Boom. Mm-hmm. That stuff's great, and mm-hmm. it was great. The the I've said this there. The of course this is coming. I'm not the littlest person in the world. The <laughs> patty was a little small, but at least it did fill up the entire yeah. bun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with all the stuff I had on there, it really it kind thinner. of it thinner, but it all blended together on the burger, and it was a very good burger. 
you can have crinkle fries. I'm just yeah. I'm very picky on my fries, and I like crunchy with a little, and it's just meh. Yeah. Whoa, you don't like crinkle fries? Well, I mean, they're not going to be have that good crunch, and there's just too much potato. I like more of the crunch on my fry than I care about. The, if I want that, I'll get a baked potato. Okay, we're going to yes. agree to describe that. I, Thank you. I tend to agree with that well, as well. Yeah. Three to four. You go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Have fun. All right, that's fine. On your island, Moose Island. Crinkle <laughs> <laughs> Fry Island. <laughs> I enjoyed the experience. I had I th- all three of us got the cherry vanilla sun drop or lemonade, this whatever they call it. This was your first time. I never had it before. I'm, I still have. My refill to go cup yes. right here. It's, it's a delicious, excellent. refreshing drink in in the afternoon. And the cool you. thing about it is that's why people like it because they're not just going to go make it at home and have it's it true. all the time. That's true. So that's when you can yep. just infrequently well, go get it and enjoy it. Some of the perks and these are things that we usually mention on our show are the um, fact this does have a drive through. Um, so and it's open in the morning, obviously for breakfast, and then down into dinner time. So. Uh, a drive-through is, I, I do think, uh, for a nice greasy spoon cup of coffee in the morning and a liver mush sandwich. I'm all about that. Um, but it also has a kids menu, which is helpful. I and the kids' food comes in a uh, car, like a little, huh. a little, a little, ambience, uh, a little paper. It's a little cardboard, yeah, car. That's got like a hole in the middle of it, and they stick the food in the middle of it, and like stand the burger up or the chicken tenders or whatever it is, and it's um, and then it comes with stickers, and you can stick the stickers all over the car and decorate your car. Huh? Anyway, I mean, little, little things, little things count like that. Whenever right. you're trying to think of restaurants when you have children, <laughs> so I make note of that. But um, yeah, so I personally um, feel like oh well, you know. <laughs> We we probably should mention. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because I wasn't there. I had to leave just a smidge early to meet <laughs> David here. But there was some shenanigans that happened at Shell's. Well, <laughs> so the booth we were in. You with know, you two was, crazy people, it is shenanigans. It's, you know, your diner booths. And so moves and I actually shared a side. Why? I don't know. Which, but that's just the way it know, happens. Let's Always. be honest. You guys share a side a lot. Well, yeah. let's be honest. It's because you have luggage with you that you call <laughs> a purse. That's true. So that takes up one part true. of your seat conveniently. Noted. Noted. My wife um, carries the same type. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine <laughs> yeah. does, too. I mean, we, she bought a new one, but we scaled yeah. it down a little bit. But they, they, they're they luggage. It's yeah. either that yeah. or you can't carry anything in it, and you yeah. might as well just not have it. It's, I thought she no, could fit it like a two- or three-year-old in the purse. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a papoose. So, yeah. so when we were there, Moose was trying to get out. He kicks the booth. I start moving it. The bottom part starts pulling away from the back. So I try to put that together. And I mean, like they did happened. drive this thing down the interstate. They did, I was so. going to say they did take that thing down but the interstate. Yesterday, so, I mean, obviously they stuck around for a while. So we get out again. Moose again kicks the table. It, you know, he's my just, bad. Well, you know, I just want to make sure that this this leads up to. When we were there, so Mary Margaret's sliding out of her booth, and she gets to the end, and everybody's been on like a one of the, either a bench at a park where the legs are in the middle and it extends over, and or a seesaw. Well, I, we were sitting there, and I heard her say "whoa," <laughs> and she and we have "whoa" something, and she got into a crouching tiger, <laughs> drag her, whatever stance. Yeah, she was ready to. The tackle side, I didn't know what was going on, but the other end of the bench <laughs> was halfway in the sky. <laughs> Literally pointing up to the ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you, you could have easily flipped was, it on the next table if you jumped on it. If I wouldn't have caught myself yeah. with 
my probably achy tomorrow thighs. It was like I would have been I mean, one again, on my tail in the middle still, of in the aisle. I love to envision there would have been like a little baby on the end. That thing would have gone through the window. Popped straight <laughs> up into the ceiling of yeah. tiles. And so you caught yourself. The bench went down. And that's the best ab workout I've had in <laughs> six months. We did. I mean, there was no, oh my gosh, let's get this. It was McNally pointing and laughing. And then as we, then I acknowledged. But there was no safety that, concern. I mean, no, we knew everybody I was, was fine. good. I, I did not let myself go all the way down the ground. No. And so by the time, then we're walking to the cash register to pay. And we realized we're crying, laughing. Like we, we can't it's speak. Because we're laughing so hard, and my core hurts so bad from laughing. And we look around, and not a single person move. didn't care. Didn't, didn't care that we were making side a side eye us. They didn't look at us. Nothing. There was no gasp. There was no, it was just like people enjoying their barbecue, their yeah. sandwiches, and their shrimp platters, and not caring one bit that I just about bit the dust. Which then you made the point of that must have been maybe the newbie table. <laughs> the, so next time we go, we know we're going to sit in another seat and just wait for and somebody. Just wait. Except I'll still I'll point and laugh. I will I will watch and I will enjoy my cherry vanilla sun drop while waiting on the next newbie and to sit in booth number six. Oh, I'm I'm really disappointed in you. You not you didn't have your phone out. But yeah. yeah like, oh, you you. Uh, first thing I thought of is like, of course Moose wasn't here. I immediately because y'all work together. She gives you a hard time. You would have enjoyed that. You should have seen like my eyes were so wide open and turned and looked at him. And, and caught myself was very up matrixy, you know, <laughs> holding myself out. Yeah, Mission Impossible when he goes yeah. down to the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely was, a moment made for social media. Oh man, it was, it was something. It was uh, it was great. But I when I turn around and I'm still sitting on that bench, but yep. it's lowered down, and I see that that piece is pointing up to the ceiling. <laughs> we were like, oh, do you see that? <laughs> So, Moose, what do you rate shells on your wonderful Moose scale? Oh, man. Um, Take the bitches out of it. Because I was going to say, is this a good review or a bad review? Yeah, I mean, I... Well, I didn't like. Did, he does a scale. You'll I, I, yeah. I, I do an odd scale. I do a, a scale to seven. Uh, you know, it's three and a half out of seven. What do you, what do you think, Manelli? I'm just going to move along for my poopy review. That's you know, I, I probably bumped it up to... Six and a half. I think uh, it was a little lower for me. And it wasn't even that as bad. It's just not everybody gets gold stars. Absolutely. But I will say this. The things that, that bumped it up for me were, aside from the entertainment. 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 <laughs> um, the breakfast all day, to me, was a half point bump. Mm-hmm. And then um, the the drink was a mm-hmm. half point yeah, bump. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. real good. That's slow. Just because it's unique. It's See, slow. I'm not a slow guy, so I'm slow. glad you all enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, I give six and a half out of ten. I was going to go seven out of ten just because I do um, I, I do like the fact that it's been there since 1952. It was still crowded at lunch. Yeah, yeah, it was still crowded at lunch. They're doing something right. I mean, you know, when we go to these places, I do feel like we try to test out different things or, or really, you know, judge it. But honestly, I guess, you know, a lot of people probably put in – 
put in their good graces with it because you can go there and you know if you want, want a burger, to go you go to burger. Sometime. I've never yes. been there for breakfast. You know you want a burger, you go there. If you like the burger, you can get a burger every time. It's going to taste the same yeah. way. You know, um, yes. if you want, and they do have good salads. I did want to mention that a nice salad um, offering, chef salad stuff like that. They also have, um, um, like I said, with the kids menu and stuff, it's very kid friendly. And I gave an extra half a point for the decor because it is hickory decor. Yep. It's hickory sure. focused decor. We sat Northeast beside, hickory. yeah, yeah we mean, sat beside a. Um, St. Stephen's marching band uniform that they had framed up on the wall, you know, and then they've got articles from people um, and events that have happened hanging up and around. And, you know, honestly, you just don't find that as much anymore these days. So I I do appreciate that. Okay. So we're reviewing shells. It's located at 2609 Springs Road Northeast here in Hickory. And, um, I enjoyed lunch with you guys today. Thank you for for being sorry our, our day. I'm sorry we missed out on <sighs> on Mary Margaret Cirque du Soleil. Almost, <laughs> almost life changing thing. We got up to the counter. Oh, it changed and, my life. Yeah, I mean, they got up. We got <laughs> up to the counter, <laughs> and I sure. I asked McNally. I was like, I I just about died. Did you see that? Like I almost died just then. Like that was. That was my heart. It's no surprise for it went up second. a couple. Of, yeah, yeah. As you can right. see, the fishtail. This is. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> when the thing turned over and was about to fall on top of me. No, it no was doubt. just a, a nice broken bench. Enjoy and be safe when you go. <laughs> be safe out there, listeners. Be safe, street sober drive listeners. <laughs> so, uh, our, our format usually leads us to events at this point, and uh, we're going to kind of go over some of the cool things that's happening in the city of Hickory in the next couple of weeks. Um, the hard hat series, which is a new, uh, music series is coming to, to downtown Hickory. It's going to be located at the old Hickory station, uh, bottom parking lot there. They're going to put the stage up. That's usually there for Hickory hops. So you'll be able to, uh, sit on that grassy knoll and listen to music and drink, uh, old Hickory beers and all that good stuff. Uh, it's going to be down in the mail. Yeah. 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 The bottom, yeah. The bottom lot. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the Hickory Hop stage. Yes, the, not pro- where it the actual is for hops. stage, but not where the Hickory Hop location is. Uh, tonight, May third, probably not going to hear this in time for that. But <laughs> uh, Tom Sawyer's coming into town May tenth. Uh, Gigi Lover and the Big Love. This May seventeenth, Laurie Blackley and the Wildflowers. May twenty fourth, The Moon and You. And May thirty first, JJ Hips and the Hideaway. There's also uh, every every Friday night in June. They're also going to be there. So uh, you guys go check that out. Uh, I also really like to bring. Bring up uh, the June first City Walk Summer Celebration, and that's um, put on by the Hickory Downtown Development Association, and it's the first uh, first uh, inaugural event. Uh, it's uh, in, in partnership with the Hickory Soup Kitchen. We're we're doing barbecue, beer, and bourbon. You can eat barbecue there. You can get a takeout. There's four bands playing: Sycamore Bones, T- Tony Otora Band, Cottle Creek, and Scott Moss and the Hundred Dollar Handshakes. And the, those guys are. Um, it's, it's, that's going to be a really great event. That event is also um, in partnership with the Hickory Soup Kitchen. Hickory Soup Kitchen, right. And the barbecue is going to be provided by award-winning Smoke This Barbecue Team. Right. And, again, that's June 1st. That's the City, City Walk Summer Celebration. That's going to run 4 to 9 p.m. So, y'all check that out. Uh, fingers crossed for beautiful, sunshiny weather. Um 
also in lieu of the the sales series this year, uh, this year in May and May and June. Of course, I just mentioned that other music series that's uh, the Hard Hat Happy Hours that's, that's going on in May and June. Uh, the sales original music series is putting on two two dates. Um, Saturday, May the 11th, they're calling it Tunes and Trade Alley, and the music's all afternoon, located in the top of the Trade Alley parking deck. And that, that, that's going to be a, a great event for our downtown as well. Uh, that's going to run 2.30 to 9, Saturday, uh, Saturday, May the 11th, with Aaron Burdett Band, Miss Test, Rand, and Randall Bramblett. So uh, Randall Bramblett is a uh, Grammy-nominated artist uh it has backed up a bunch of different folks and has a really really good band himself there's wine and craft beer that's gonna be available there and june 15th uh june uh 2 30 to 9 three different bands arcadian wild the rom squad and selwyn birchwood are going to be there as well um the sales series is going to kick back up at the sales you know construction and all that permitting in september september 16th 13th 20th and 27th a uh, bunch of different bands you can find them uh at the sales uh, sales original music series website or on facebook moose may i interject something yeah absolutely um Good. give them a chance is- to take a breath do you hear that <laughs> gracious yeah he did a really good job of going <laughs> to run down through those bands um this is an opportunity that I always try to take advantage of um, to speak from a minority perspective, and I keep trying to speak it into existence. Coming from a minority, you know, what I just heard was Willie Nelson, Aerosmith. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, That's I, brilliant. I, I would love to come downtown Hickory, and I've said this in a public setting before. Sure. I would love to come downtown Hickory. I don't. Those people that you just spoke of could walk in here right now, and I yeah. would not know who any of those people. Well, are. Well, that's me too, though. Uh, I ahead. wouldn't. I wouldn't know a single. Uh, well, I, yeah, I was about to say I have to interject because I know that's from a minority perspective, of which I am not one. <laughs> but I heard the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know. so it doesn't mean it's not for uh, valuable or anything. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it yeah, also yeah, doesn't yeah, mean yeah. it's not for everybody. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I mean, I would, what, what we're doing here in Hickory is great. For I sure. love the sales series. It's great. But, however, I would like to see, let's get Jay-Z, Puff Daddy, somebody. <laughs> you know, I mean, but no, nah, I know we can't afford those type right. of guys. Right. But, but, that bomb but, project better be a lot bigger. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, um, you, you know, I'm in the school of thought. I'm a musician myself. Um, I'm in the school of thought that music transcends a lot of different uh, a lot of different demographics, yes, uh, and yes. you know, I, music and food are the best. Yeah, music and food are both, and so you know, it maybe on paper it doesn't look good, but I guarantee you, come check out JJ Hips in the Highway on May thirty first. You're gonna boogie at From my north perspective. If I Absolutely. hear JJ Hips in the Highway. Oh, I'm JJ Hips in the Highway is about <laughs> is, is is bluesy and as R and B as you can get. So you know, don't let the don't don't, don't let them fool you. They're 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 yeah. great great folks and. Um, well, and I do think, I mean, I, I would encourage, I think, um, in some of maybe the promotion from the city and whoever else are putting on these events to maybe spotlight these bands um, before they come and give a little bit of definition of, you know, what this band claims to see themselves as, oh, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, what's their yeah. sound and stuff. I think that might educate some people on this, too, yeah. and hopefully just encourage people to come down for an event. And and really, uh, like you said, some of these events have the food tied in with it, which right. yeah. we all love a good good concert a with food. Right? Outlet to to highlight those yeah. folks before they get here. It would be amazing. It would be amazing, <laughs> but it wouldn't hurt for a little R and B, hip hop, even salsa. You I, know, mm-hmm. some I, some different, I agree. Di- di- you know, diverse music as yeah. far as because we're a culturally diverse city, mm-hmm. and and I think that it's time that we start representing that in more mm-hmm. ways than one. 
And so I, I even feel like as far as I speak on this all the time, if you want minorities to feel welcome downtown, mm-hmm. you have to put on events that make them feel welcome yeah. and that would right. bring them downtown. And that right. way they could patronize the businesses downtown so they don't just get one type of dollar. Right. 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 Because we're trying to promote our businesses and we're trying to get them to grow and get them to make money. So we need to bring all races downtown. Right. Understood. And when we have these sales concerts and these different events, we need to do something to bring other ethnic groups. Right. You know, to right. They can bring their dollars downtown. Yeah. And I feel like that's important for us to continually grow as a city. Agreed. Agreed. I think I'd love to I'd love to have some representation from um, all the wards to uh, to really show the expansion of the whole city. You know, yes. being involved in some of these downtown events yes. um, where the where the planning is happening and all of that stuff going on. I'd love to see some representation from everybody on there, sure. so that sometimes it's uh, not that small of a committee that's just kind of maybe pulling people they know. Yeah. I would also check out uh, Selwyn Birchwood. Uh, he's coming on. Uh, what day is that? The uh, the second event. It's in uh, on June fifteenth. He's he sees something. Go, go check him out as well. Um, and I'd, I'd really like to, you know, say that if if you've got some ideas or something that of bands that you'd like to see, absolutely send them send them our way, and we'll we'll see that they might, you know, get on the bill for Oktoberfest or you know or some of these things. Great, you know? great. Yeah, that for would sure. be really yeah. cool. Oh, I definitely have quite a few in mind for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Well, good. Well, we want to thank you so much yeah. for being here today. And I want to thank you all for having me. Absolutely. I've had a great time. Um, you, you guys have a great show. Oh, thank you. And, and I just want to say thank you for having me here today. Well, thank we're you, we're happy with the work that's being done. We want to share the love out there on the on the interwebs, if you will, to let everybody know about how great Hickory is and and the great people that are helping make things happen. So. Yes. Guys, you guys got anything else before I do my sultry closing? <laughs> no, I do not. No. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you again for listening to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. If you have any feedback for us, good or bad, and you want to uh, give us any ideas, feel free to email us at info at themesh.tv. Give us your food review uh, locations or if you have some bands or, hey, if you got a name for the book walk that you want to yes, yes. represent, then uh, we will pass it along. So please uh, send us your feedback. Be sure to subscribe and follow our podcast on any place that you listen to your uh, favorite podcast. And then go check us out on the mesh.tv website as well as all over social media so you can stay up to date with what we've got going on. But until next time, say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, boys. Love where you See live. You all. Have a good day. <laughs> bye bye. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.